is I, Huckrep, the Voidwalker, and you are listening to Hearthcast with Root and Freckleface. Welcome to Hearthcast, episode number 161 for patch 5.2, made possible by OpenRaid.org. Our topic for this episode is the Rep Shuffle. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of Hearthcast. This is Freckleface, and I fight with the crab of my goblin hunter. And this is Root, and I set stuff on fire with my goblin warlock. We are a podcast for the casual world of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode 161 of Hearthcast, Dead Guy will share with us what's up with the world of Warcraft and how he's doing with world bosses. We'll find out why I get to say, told you so... And we're going to roll back a bit and revisit player housing discussion from episode 160. Any challenge is issued to both myself and Freckleface. Find out later if we decide to accept the challenge. So, Freck, what is up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? I have Nami now. What? Yes. Grats. Thank you. You did it all practically all on your own, though, didn't you? A lot of it. I grew all the vegetables myself. I fished up about half the fish. Um... I bought about 30 of them, the mm-hmm. same, the, not the salmon, well, the ones that doesn't spawn very much, I didn't feel like fishing it. Okay, I don't know which one it is. I don't remember offhand. Um, so I have Nami, teach him how to cook. I'm a little upset that nowhere in my interface does it tell me that I've gained rep with him. Yeah. It doesn't tell me the gain, it shows that the number has increased when I click on him. Right. It shows a little bar, I can see that it's more. Oh, you're looking for like the, the, the how are you doing rep-wise with yeah. him? Oh, there's yeah. There's none of that and there's no... I have all reputation experience messages printed in my chat window and yeah. nothing shows nothing up. Nothing shows up. Oh. Yeah. I was about to put in a ticket then I realized I was like, no, I'm still getting rep. It's just not showing it. Yeah. You still cooking like just the ramen noodle things with them? No, the sliced peaches. peaches. Yeah. yeah. Man, you know how to spreadsheet, and I, I almost did the math perfectly. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I, I came up with five extra fish, and I was missing two things I needed to buy at the token. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd, I'd saved up all these uh, Spirits of Harmony. Yeah. Because I was going to buy a trillion more with it. Oh. After the patch hit, because I was right. like, oh, everyone's going to need a trillion. There's going to be a spike in price. It hadn't happened yet. No. Um. So did you go turn some in and get an Iron Paw token? Yeah. Iron Paw yeah. token. So I really didn't spend much money on it at all, but I don't know. I don't know if this thing's going to be worth it. I mean, that's going to take a long time. It'll be worth it for another patch. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Figured nothing else the experience of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, fishing on, on the Goblin, I mean, I, I didn't have fishing at all. Oh. Did you max it out? No, oh. only got to 200. Whoa. Because here's the thing. You fish in a pool. This is a shortcut to fishing. You fish in a pool, you always get whatever is in that pool. Oh, uh, true. So you need salmon. You can pick up level one fishing, go to a pool of salmon, and get salmon. Okay. You don't have to be high enough skill. Right. So that's a trick. Now, what would make it easier, there is something called 
a weather-beaten journal. Yes. Which teaches you find fish. True that. And that will make nodes of the little pools show up on your mini-map just like the herbaling... Herbalism or the mining stuff. That's the second week in a row you said herbling. It's a, it's a tricky word. <laughs> herbling. So during this, I was also visiting the capital cities and doing the fishing dailies there, hoping to get that journal. I never got it. Well, the new LFR opened up this week, and I was a little scared to run it at first. Really? Why? I know you didn't want to do it the first night, but I figured that was because it's the first night. But then, it, right, because I figured everyone would be running around. I didn't want to wipe five times and okay. figured no yeah. one would know what they're doing. So I wasn't going to do it. And then a uh, dead guy asked me to go with his guilt. Bonus. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it was like 1230 in the morning, so I was a little bit like, ugh. <sighs> but then I went anyways. And it really only took an hour and a half. Yeah. Which, for a for new content, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, it'll only get easier. What did you think of the read? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. It was a lot of trash in between, a lot of walking, which, you know, not quite a fan of. Yeah, but look how big expansive that it is. Yeah. Huge. What I like about it is that mechanics weren't so hard to guess. I mean, for example, you get on the bridge and there's wind blowing. And to me, it's fairly obvious, okay, you don't need to be fighting on the bridge. Right. Because... If you'll still try? Yeah. Well, not in ours, but somebody in Guild is complaining they were in Alifar and the tank was trying to tank on the bridge. Uh, We just pulled back to the stairs. Right. Yeah. I like it that the mechanics are a little bit more obvious this time around than than making it a puzzle, I guess. Um, the only thing that dropped was a necklace, but I'd already gotten the one from the Shadow Pan. Yeah, the 522 yeah, one. Yeah, 522. Yeah, it's so dropping like upgrade. 502 stuff in there or something. Yeah. Lesser, yeah, the necklace yeah. is 502 that I got from the LFR. I did get friendly with Shadow Pan. Assault. Okay. Can be yeah. specific now? Yeah, yeah, so true. You yeah. pick up more gear when you get friendly, which is pretty cool. Oh, true. Huh. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, I haven't done any pet battles this week. I thought you'd have like an epic down already. None of note. An epic? Yeah. Those ones where you fight, that's one pet? I've done a few of those. I haven't done all of them. Oh, okay. You get a quest to get like 15 of them. and It's like once you're done with them all, they turn into dailies you can all do. And you get a pet panda. Uh, when you do all of them once, you get a, you get a panda cub. Yeah. Uh, red. Red panda. Um, I don't know if they all turn into dailies or not. I know that the, the, um, the spirit ones, those all turn into dailies because those have a chance to reward you with that as a pet. Like you do the earth, air, wind, fire, water, you pick which one you want as a reward for that quest. And the other ones you can go back and you can do dailies and you have a chance as a reward to get that pet. You fight the air, you have a chance to get the air as a pet. But those are also tradable, so you can get those in the auction house for a Ooh, couple thousand. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, what's been going on with you? Well, I haven't gotten my tome quest thing yet for my green fire. Uh-huh. And I've seen it up on the auction house, and I've seen people trying to sell it for like 40,000 gold. Oh. So, I'm thinking maybe if I do get it, I may sell it, because I'm really not, it's not that big of a deal for me. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't boost my DPS in any way. No, it's cosmetic. But for 40000 man, I saw that. Man, the most I paid for something like that was I paid a couple grand for a tome of polymorph black cat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of turning people into kitties. Yeah, that's cool. 
but I don't know if I could spend forty thousand for like 40, a cool 000. spell. Of course, by the time I get one, it'll probably be down by like five. But yeah, that's I'd true. still sell it. Um, own my farm. Did that quest? Awesome. So that was yippee. You know, mm-hmm. not as not as exciting as I thought it'd be. <laughs> oh, I thought it'd be, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, I didn't sign anything. I didn't shake the man's <laughs> hand. He just like, I don't know what to do with the farm. You take it. Okay, later. I'm like, really? That's it? Yeah. And so now he goes from standing in front of his house to standing in the, over market. There, in the marketplace. Yeah. Like, way to go, Yoon. <laughs> and he doesn't give you the quest anywhere to plant stuff, which makes me sad. Because that was like an easy 10 gold. Uh, plant a turnip. Okay. Give me my gold. Okay, I'm taking this turnip up. <laughs> Speaking of the farm, have you gone and done the seed packs yet? Yes, I did. Okay, what'd you think? <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, it's I had forgotten that was coming because I'd forgotten to, to buy them. Yeah, it's simple except when you um, when you have bad aim with the recticule. <laughs> you have bad aim, freck. Yeah. <laughs> did I say that right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, you, just, you don't you don't cover the force plots. Yeah, I missed one. I had to go back and get a single seed. You know what has annoyed me right now with the, with the farm that annoys me, right? You know how now you you plow, and if you have the varmint, yeah, and it'll pop them up and it'll be all like thirty percent health reduction, right, whatever right, days right. you kill, you kill them off kill real quick, right? Yeah, that plot is now you have to go single. I know. You know till it till the plot. It's like it's like Blizzard decided we needed help clean, killing the mob. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> till till the plot for me, Blizz. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little oversight, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think they may hot fix that one pretty soon because I'm like, so. come on, yeah, that, no, no. <laughs> you know, that, um, but yeah, that, yeah. So yeah. I'm still planting my uh, Mozart Harmony, still you know cashing those in and getting you know my uh, whatever. What? Well, the gift to get from Song Bells to the Mozart Harmony to whatever they turn those things into. What do you turn into? I don't know, ten of them. Okay, you're harvesting the moats. Yeah. You're turning them into spirits. Spirits, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I'm what selling you... those for iron pile tokens. Okay, you're turning those in for iron pile tokens. Then what are you yeah. doing the iron pile tokens? Uh, cooking stuff. Feasts and stuff. I got like a hundred feasts now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but remember I told you, you'll get into LFR, you'll be like using an LFR just because you just want to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's like you put down. <laughs> and a lot of only feed are the ones you know. You gave me the advice to not cook the ones that feed twenty twenty five five. Do yeah. the ones that do ten? Yeah, because of the mat cost, right? Versus the output. Yeah, I was in a uh, an LFR the other night, and someone put down a, t- a a ten feast, and somebody else was like, "Excuse me, this is LFR. It's supposed to be putting down twenty five, man." <laughs> and everyone's like. It's a feast. Eat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like nobody got on that guy's on that guy's right. side. It's like, dude, it's eat. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't get it, someone else will put another look. There's one three feet yeah, down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Eight people put down feasts. We got enough. We got this. <laughs> so uh what else? I ran LFR toes with the bound guild, which is Stompolina and Half Rot's oh, guild yeah. from the Rarcast show. Uh-huh. That is over on the Zuljin server. They just moved over there. Let me tell you, they moved from Staghelm over to Zul'jin because of a population issue. Uh, they were getting a point where it's just hard to do anything, hard to grow their guild, hard to do anything on Staghelm, so they moved to another high pop server. I don't think I've ever been on a high pop server, Freck. Like, you know in Death when you have a little bit of a problem with uh, Meow Mix, right? Yeah. This guy on Alliance likes to gank a lot of Horde and... 
A lot of times, Hori just rolls over until he hits his jollies, and then we leave. Or he leaves, or whatever. Although I did kill him, and I have a screenshot. Right. That would never happen on Zul'jin. No? I sat there for at least four minutes just talking with Stomp, going, look at all the people. Oh. Where do these people come from? Why are all they... Did hundreds of them at the shrine. Hundreds. Outside. And I'm like, hey, something going on inside? Everybody's outside? What, you know, someone farted inside or something? What's going on? <laughs> Fire drill. Yeah, what's going on? I go in, it's just as crowded inside. Wow. I was like, there's no... Dude. I said, the Alliance would never dream. And they're like, oh no, the Alliance is just as crowded. Oh. It's incredible. I mean... I don't know what that does to anybody's, you know, frame rates or anything else. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> you know, but I was I was really overwhelmed at the amount of people on that server. That was really cool to see something that large. And then they take a big old group into LFR. We did uh, we did toes, like I said. And no, we didn't do toes. I did heart of fear with them. And uh, but you did LFR toes and the regular heart of fear. No, it was, it was heart of fear uh, LFR. Oh, with them because I got the chest piece off the Empress. Cool. So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, Stomp died. I rezzed her. And she gave me uh, symbiosis or something. I asked her if I get a shot to clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool running with them. That was fun. I didn't know they were live streaming. Now I feel bad because I did not have my best. I was having computer problems. I have computer problems since 5.2. Uh-huh. So I did not have my best performance on that. So, uh, In other news, I got my shot touched weapon. Congrats. Um, so, you know, don't think I'll have to run uh, toes anymore unless I get drug in there with some friends. Yeah, that's my first reaction. It's like, ooh, I don't have to run that again for a <laughs> while. <laughs> uh, still teaching Nami. We are, what are we doing now? Beef jerky, I think? I don't know what we're doing. No, we're still on the fish because I still have fish. We're doing some kind of thing with the fish. Oh, uh, the carp? Yeah. And she- Those you can't buy from the vendor. You got to fish those up. Not necessarily. Have you done like the fishing quest from like some big shout big mouth booming voice ben yeah ben of the booming voice something like yes. that right that popped up for some reason on on my daily to uh-huh. do and so i go over to him and i had some carp in me oh on me <laughs> and in me i go over to the guy and the guy's like it's you're supposed to catch carp five carp and i had five carp uh-huh. and so he accepted that five carp and gave me 20 carp it's not a daily though Oh, it's not? That's no. weird. I did that too, and then it never showed up again. It's just like an introduction to like, hey, here's Ben. Because yeah. what he does is now they're um, spawning a different place in Pandaria every day where one there was just a large amount of one particular type of fish. Oh. So you go every day and you talk to him. Oh, yeah. He tells you what to go fish up. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I got that. that quest. Yeah, it's kind of an introduction okay. to Ben, so you go talk yeah. to him. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, gave- that's a pretty sweet quest. It's like five for your fish. I'm like, all right. Five? He gave me 15. I gave him five. He gave me 20 back. Hmm. Yeah. I think I only got 10 back. He gypped you. Guess so. <laughs> it's because he's a real fisherman when he sees it. <laughs> so that, that was cool. But, uh, um, oh, Galleon killed yeah. him. I was getting ready to do the new LFR and get all my stuff together. And um, I went back to my farm and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to queue up now. For uh, this new LFR. And person like, oh, Galleon's up. Let's get a Galleon group. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do Galleon first. Did that. Got a ring. Cool. On a bonus roll. Yeah. Loot, a bonus loot roll. I'm like, oh, sweet. Upgrade. I'm like, all right, cool. Upgraded that. So now I got the Shaw weapon. 
right? And a ring upgrade. I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. So again, and I run this new LFR, this, uh, what's it called? Throne, Thunder, Thunder? Thunder, Thunder, yeah. Yeah, Thunderdome, right. Um, Did that, and (laughs) I I actually really like the mechanics and everything, like we Uh talked about before. Um, Remnants it a little bit about uh, TOC, kind of, like the the, the bosses we go around to the four doors, you know? Oh, the last one. Yeah, no, No, one before the last. That was the second one. Okay, second. One of those. It's definitely one of them. We'll put it (laughs) there. But it's reminiscent of that. Um, I, I laughed because when we first, like, very first got in, the first thing we did is wipe on trash. Uh-huh. And the person's like, okay, newsflash. This is not 5.0. <laughs> Do not run in. And so we're like, okay. And um, I was actually one of the last survivors of that one because I, I started kiting one of the, just just a trash mob, but I was kiting him around and and, and, and died. Because people are like, die, Warlock. Just just wipe it. We're, we're waiting on you, Warlock. I'm like, I'm having f- Okay. <laughs> so I died. And uh, then we got back in. And, you know, here's the thing. What? We're, we're doing pretty good. Um, you know, we had a couple wipes. Nothing major. Nothing to get upset about at all. People leaving. People coming. It's typical LFR, right? We get to the council, the very last group. And it's getting kind of late. And I'm already kind of tired. Grumpy. No, I wasn't grumpy yet. Okay. I don't think I was grumpy. Okay. And um, I was like, well, okay, well, we're almost done with this thing. These are guys the last boss. So let's just do this. And we wipe. Hmm. And then uh, we get another, you know, people drop and everything else. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. And we get people coming in. And now they're arguing about the strategy. About what they should do and how they should do it. One guy's like, "No, I've done this before. I did this on PTR. This is how you do it." Another guy's like, "Ah, if you do that, you'll be dead." And, and so instead of coming to a conclusion on what to do, somebody just pulled. So it's like, "All right, here we go." And we made it further, but we wiped. And I said, "You know, I could sit here and listen to the arguing and try to figure out a strategy, and maybe give this another shot." Or I could be a responsible adult and go to bed mm-hmm. because it's not my normal raid night and it's past, you know, old man roots bedtime. Uh-huh. So I did. I went to bed. So you can still run it later this week? I can run it later this week and hopefully complete the last boss. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if LFR's queuing technology is of that nature where it actually put me in the boss where I need it. I doubt it. No, I don't think so. Be nice. Hey, Blas. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was all right. Though. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I like the fact that you couldn't just run in. I really liked that one, uh, the boss that puts the water on the ground, and you stand in the water to get the DPS bonus until he starts chanting electricity and electrifies the water. Yeah. And then you got to get out of that, and then you start shooting electric. I liked all that. Yeah, that was fun. I was always in the wrong place for that for some reason. <laughs> the, the last boss, we did actually get him down. It goes after three or four wipes, maybe three. Oh, the council? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you notice you got the buff after you wiped. I didn't notice. I heard, but I didn't notice. Yeah, it's called determination. Yeah, it gives you a 10% or something. It's 5%. Oh, 5%. Um, increased damage, increased healing received. And it stacks. Does it? Yeah, it does. And the good thing is, I was afraid that it would turn into 
first night, okay, guys, this is hard. Let's all just wipe it a few times. Get the buff. Didn't Get the buff way. and then no, go. And it didn't that. happen. It's so smarter that's than that. Who's smarter than that? Blizz. It could have. No, it won't work unless you're on a boss. You can't wipe on trash and get it or anything else like that. Are you sure? Yep. Oh. 100% sure on that one. I did, however, get new shoulders and a new helm. Oh, great. And they both look really cool. So Cool. Yeah, yeah, you linked those. Yeah. yeah. So out of the whole week, I ended up with new ring, new weapon, uh-huh. new shoulder enchants, new, I mean new shoulders, new helm. Then I got my stuff enchanted and getting gymmed up, mm. so... Now, on the last boss, were you killing the blessed spirits when they spawned? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever those guys are, like they, they kind of path over to the guy. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing all that. I feel like I was the only one doing it for a while, and that's why we kept wiping. Now, what was getting us is um, uh, the sandstorm thing. Yeah. yeah. That was getting us. Yeah. And I was just like, come on. So. Gotta kill all those. But I have something to look forward to, and now uh, I'm, I'm liking it. Um, I'm digging the island. Haven't got the key yet. Haven't done any of that, but my time will come. So Have you been to the island of giants? The what? Have Sorry. You been, have you been to the Island of Giants? I have not. I've only been to Thunder Isle. Oh, there's so. another island. I'll get there. I flew there. Get zapped down? Yeah. Because <laughs> they actually did what we talked about. There's a mechanic that's like, oh, it's cloudy. You can't mount now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also noticed that the, the, the dialogue when you're first going over there, they're like, oh, careful flying around here because of lightning and all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. It's a different one. No, when you first get over to um, Thunder Island. Thunder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. The dialogue true. says that. Yeah. But the Island of the Giants is where there's all these... It's Jurassic Park, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you have to farm these guys to get the tone to be able to tame a dire horn as a pet for a hunter. You know, wouldn't you be, as a developer, a little upset... When you spend all your time and creativity efforts as a group and someone goes, eh, you know, it's just Jurassic Park. Eh, it's just Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> eh, it's just Old War 2.0. You know? Yeah. <laughs> when, when somebody, I, I mean, see that. I mean, you describe it in one word, Jurassic Park. Everybody knows what Jurassic Park means, right? right? And you go, cool, got it, understand it. That's going to be cool. I can't wait to go. I'm still just as excited to go, but... As a, you know, speaking from a as a, from a developer standpoint, that would just annoy the snot out of me. You know, it'd be like yeah. I spent sixty hours developing the skin for Undasta, and you go, "Looks just like the T Rex from Jurassic Park." Good job. <laughs> really, the T Rex did not have bazookas. You know, <laughs> it's like, can I get a can I get a mouth that says "Objects are closer than mirror," you know, or whatever. Right. I don't know. Sometimes it trivializes it, I guess. Okay. In a way, so. okay. Sorry. No, no, it's not your fault. I'm going to go with it. It's going to be fun. Well, the guys have to farm their elite. And I got one down with no problem. They do a healing thing. Ooh. And my, my pet does have a stomp thing that stuns them. Right. But the second one I did, for some reason, it wasn't working. He kept on healing himself. And I fought him about five minutes and I couldn't. He's like, heal all the way back up. Huh. That's no, that's, 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 uh, that's no bueno. Mm-mm. No bueno at all. I have to wait to go back to farm. Hmm. But, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I've been having some problems since 5.2 launched. I've been having really crazy low frame rates. Hmm. And I've been doing everything. I finally rolled back to DirectX 9 because you have that option. And things seem to have proved a little bit. I'd say maybe we're on more medium, I guess. More like, you know, 80, 80, 85% improvement rate, we'll say. 
but I'm still a little leery about it because those frame rate issues did cause you know raid wipes last week. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But hey, we do have a nice whisper here. This is from Zombie Man. He says, Hi, Brian Frank. I love this topic of player housing, and I like everyone to have opinions about it. So here it goes. To pick at your drawback points, player housing does fit with the lore of an adventure. Every adventure calls someplace home, whether it's their birthplace or some oversized storage spot for their loot they call it home. As adventurers collect stuff, they usually lug it around. When they get really large things or too much of it, they find a safe place to store it. And adventurers develop love interest. But these lovers don't adventure with them, so they have a homestead somewhere. And because adventurers tend to be rich, they spend money on people to protect these homes, lovers, and possibly offspring. It gives a reason for the adventurer to continue adventuring to maintain these vessels and homes. For your second point, showing off is not a big part of the game to me. I really don't look at what others are wearing. I have never transmogged anything. I see it as a waste of money. I just wear what I get get and enjoy the content. So to me, showing off has no place in the game at all. For there is nothing to show off. The most I ever do is comment on a hunter pet and ask where they got it. Since I am a hunter, I like to collect pets that pique my interest. But I don't go running around the pure desire to show off my pet or mount or whatever. As for keeping people out of their homes, there is no need for additional mechanics for that. Everything you fear would happen in player housing can happen right now at the farm. You can make things, queue up and chat, all from the safety of your phased instance of a farm. But that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because if you want to experience the content, get better loot, pet battle, transmog, or even run the auction house, you have to go out into the world. Besides, it'd be boring to sit in a place where you never see another person walk by. I think housing needs to be added so that we can get expanded storage area. Maybe allow us to hire people we have to pay weekly or monthly to do things for us in our house. Have workspaces that allow us to do professions with the bonus. It could be set in different cities, too. To give reason for people to travel to Exodar and such, if each person gets a house for free, or after a quest in the racial capital city, those cities would see more people actually going to them. Then you could even make it so that people could get housing in other cities after doing a quest chain, and the people would have homes in all of their favorite cities. I think it's a win-win situation. Thank you for the email. Appreciate that. Good points. Um, player housing does fit in the lore. I think we kind of established that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, for him personally, showing off isn't a big is not a big part of the game. But I think overall, I think it's part of our culture. Yeah, I think it is. Um, it is there. Yeah. As far as the no new mechanics part, I find it interesting um, because. In a way, he's right. You can do most of that kind of stuff on a farm, and people don't. However, Zombie Man, when you then say that you should have player housing, you want a workspace to do your own professions, you want a bonus, now you're having people actually, you're giving them reasons to stay, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. You know, I agree like 95% with everything he said, except I, I want people to have a reason to go to their their houses but not a reason to stay in their house. And if you start giving profession bonuses, and I know I said a little bit about doing some of that, but the more I think about that, you you really want people in the house, out of the house. And if you're getting a bunch of bonuses for doing everything in your house, then people just simply, they won't leave. That's not true. I mean, you if you're a tailor, how often do you spend tailoring things? I don't know. I'm not a tailor. Okay, if you look at the game and you're like, okay, I want to run LFR, I want to run Heroics. 
I need to go farm to get the cloth. I need to go buy things. As opposed to how much time you actually spent opening up your craft window. It's not that much. The only thing I really have to compare it to is because I'm uh, on my main, I'm a miner and uh-huh. a skinner. Yeah, I know. Uh, and cooking. Okay, on your warlike, how often do you actually spend cooking? Uh, I only cook before raids, so okay. maybe, but see. <laughs> uh, so you just said if you give people a bonus, they'll never leave because I'll always be doing that. It's like, that's just not true. All right, well. What he's saying is if you take the most important things outside of the house, then people have a reason to leave the house. You don't have to add. More stuff to keep people Yeah, in. you don't have yeah. to punish people for staying in the house. But if you say, oh, don't give them any reason to stay in the house, then why are you doing playing house in the first place? Okay. I'm so, not saying don't give them any reason to stay in the house. Yeah. I'm just saying give them reason not to stay long term in the house. I just don't think that's it's long term. Hey, I have a weird yeah. thing when I cook, though. What's that? <laughs> this is going to be really weird. Okay. I, I cook an orgrimmar. Okay. In the, the little torn section by that little bonfire. Uh-huh. That's where I do all my cooking. Why is that weird? Because you can cook pretty much anywhere. Oh, you have to go to your one spot. <laughs> I like my one spot to cook. I just go right there to cook. Tastes better there. Oh, wait. I guess, man. Yeah. It's, it's that Orgrimmar wood that just gives it that little smoky <laughs> flavor. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know why, but I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, why do I always... I don't... And I knew what it was at first. I don't have to make the bonfire. <laughs> it's like, right. It's, it's there. But... I did find out the other day that you can go into your house on the farm and cook right there. Oh. In the stove. The stove works as a... So one of your wishes already came true. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Sarah all along. It was there all Exactly. Yeah. It didn't really... It was true. I just... I guess I don't know if I didn't... I don't know. I don't know if I ever just didn't bother to check. You're just, you know... I don't know. That's all right. All right. Well, maybe I'll concede that point that if we just leave it alone, there's no reason to kick people out of the house. Maybe I'll concede that point. Okay. So, we'll see. We'll thank see. you for the email. That was a very well thought out point. Very well thought out. I, I like emails like those. So thank you very, very much. Today's totally tantalizing topic the Reputation Shuffle. Brought to you by Open Raid. 5.2 came, it brought work orders and a new feature, which is not really a new feature, but um, championing a faction during scenarios and dungeons. And we would like to see more ways to earn rep, especially for alts. You know, especially for characters that aren't quite 90 yet. I mean, I know Blizzard doesn't want us to go too fast, but the gear that you get with Reputation is already gated behind Valor Points, which has a weekly cap on it. And a lot of the factions provide other content for doing the quest and for sticking with that faction long term after you've gotten to Exalted. Most of them have an achievement for doing the side oh, quest yeah. that you only get periodically True. while you're doing the dailies. Hadn't thought of that. Plus long-term, like, exalted rewards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think the first thing you do is fix the work orders. What's wrong with the work orders? There's a couple of things. Okay. All right. I wish they would change it from the quest objective to be harvesting to just... Give them 40 of whatever vegetable you need. So you want it to go from harvesting 40 to provide 40. Yes. Okay. Now the problem is like the vegetable economy is pretty sad. (laughs) I mean think about it. Yeah I just went through the whole thing of getting the master of all the ways. That took a lot of crops. Yeah there's a lot of crop to that. 
But other than the achievement, there's no reason to master any ways other than one that would benefit you the most. So most people, if you're like, okay, I'm just cooking to be able to get the food, you just pick one, and then you cook from that. That means you're basically only using one type of vegetable. Okay. So that means that the demand for all the other crops have gone down, because people are mostly farming what they need, and that's pretty much it. If, for example, the quest just said provide, that means I have the option. I can go to the auction house and I can pick up 40 of these, or I can farm them myself. If you're the ones doing the quest. As the farmer, you have the option to spend your time farming and then selling it for gold or to turn it in for rep. True, true. They also need to take out the split quest of the first one to plant. So unnecessary. Okay, when you do it the first day, you get something that says plant um, eight of this type of crop. Okay. And it's like, okay, when you're done, you turn it in, you get nothing. It just says to check back the next day. The next hmm. day, you pick up a quest to harvest it. Oh. And then after you finish that, then you pick up another one to plant. Hmm. Here's the problem. Now, I did not understand a few weeks ago when you got so mad about the bursting plant. The one that you planted, all of a sudden it's ripe, and now you got to harvest yeah, yeah. it again. Right. You said, why not? It's a free plant. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah. but here's the way the quest is set up, right? So I plant eight um, plots of green cabbage. One of them is bursting. So I pick up five. However, I'm not on the quest to harvest, so I don't get credit for harvesting the five. Oh. So now wow. I got to go back and pick up a one well, seed, seed to go back and replace it so that tomorrow I can harvest 40. <laughs> yep. Instead of being like, cool, I got five already. Now I can no. go plop down a thing to get me some ghost iron or get me some leather or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. It's a waste. What if they all were bursting? They'd be okay. No, it wouldn't because you're not on that quest. Exactly. And I have to just plant all this stuff again. Although I'd have extra vegetables, but there's nothing to do with them because everyone that is getting the rep, they have to harvest it themselves, so no one's going to be buying it from the auction house. There you go. So they did not do any favors to the economy by making it so that you have to harvest it. It's more like they set up like a breadcrumb quest, like, oh, we need to tell you that you have to plant it before you can harvest it. I think you figured that one out, Blizz, thanks. Yeah, but the the farm itself teaches you how to do all that stuff. So that bothers me. It really does. And although I was kind of annoyed at the whole thing before, while I was still working the ways, now that I have my farm cleared up, as in I don't need to plant anything for myself, I do kind of like it. I actually don't think 440 is a bad number for what you're getting. Because, you know, you pop in the seed bags. Basically get 440 rep day if you have a guild bonus. Oh, okay. Well, the base is 400. I have the guild thing. I guess if you're a human, you get a little bit more as well. You do, yes. And then once you get, have the commendation, then you get twice that. You have a human character with an unlocked full farm? I'm just saying, if you're a human, I think that oh, okay. would sorry. stack with that. the sorry, sorry, sorry. thing. Sorry. Well, I kind of think as a way to possibly get a little more rep, you know, because we all want different ways to get more rep. Why can't we like spend some of our justice points to buy like those knickknack gifts that we already find and do uh-huh. a little quest for to give back to the tillers or people you know from the in the marketplace like uh-huh. Gina likes her kitty cat or whatever it is. She likes the rubies. Rubies. Ella yeah. likes the kitty cats. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who these women are. <laughs> I don't pay attention to that. All I know is like like little Andy tells me to go get something and I uh-huh. go get something and I give it to somebody. Right. So, hey, you know. Uh, 
what if this is complete derailment of what we're talking about, but not really? It's kind of going back to uh, Zombie Beer Man. What's his name? Zombie Man. Zombie Man. <laughs> kind of going back to his email. Throwing the extra beer. Throwing him a beer. Leave me alone. Throw my Zombie Man a beer. <laughs> Relax. What if? Check it. Follow this. All okay. Right. Nami. You said Nami's not worth it. Not at the moment. Okay. What if once Nami's fully trained, he goes cooks at your house? Oh. Oh. Be my butler. Well, you raise them up. But anyhow, I digress. Um, we do this already for the tillers. Why can't we do it for like you know other people? Yeah. You know, go. Let me buy. You know, go some JP vendor who's got little trinkets that I can buy, and then go give to faction leaders. Mm-hmm. What'd you give them? Ah, uh, you, you go give a golden banana to the hosen. There mm-hmm. you go. You can give like a lily pad to the fish people. You know, whatever. There's little crazy trinkets, you know? Yeah. Just go spend your justice points. What are you, what are you doing with justice points right now? Right now, I'm converting them into honor and buying mounts. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. But, it takes about 3,000 justice points cool. to get to 2,000 honor. Okay. Because you have a downgrade yeah, there. Yeah, the downgrade. But then there's nothing. So go buy trinkets. Go get some rep. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. I would like to see secondary professions have more uses. I mean, you could... Don't eat fish. Yeah, because a lot of times you bite, you fish up fish, they yeah. don't sell or anything. Oh, they do in bed area. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. old school fish don't. Old school fish don't. Um, cook meals. Like, I mean, any any um, group of people that's in war. Yeah, they need fat. Gonna, they need food. Meals on wheels. Yeah. They need bandages. Yeah. You should get a quest to go out and bandage people. I miss that. There used to yeah. be that one like uh, in, what was the name? Not Half Hill, um, Hammerfall. I think that's where it was for the Horde. I don't remember where it was for the Alliance. I had to do, I've done them both. It's the, the triage. triage. Yeah. Because yeah. I did one because I was leveling first aid. Oh, one of them was in, in Dalaran, I think. And I think Yeah. Well, no, one of, them was, one of them was in Theramore. Theramore. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I thought there was one in Dalaran. I think there's one in Dalaran. No, because it was before Dalaran. Oh. This is old school. Okay, um, I'm mind blanking then because I thought there was some first aid quest in Dalaran that was very similar to that. Is there something you, you have to do something like that in Dark Moon Fair too, don't you? Yes, in Dark Moon Fair there is something for every single profession. There is right. a quest that you do, yeah. and for the first aid, it is you um, you heal the injured carnies. Yeah, yeah. So it could be something like that where you go to yeah. the factions, you know, battlefront areas, and you know, depending on what faction you want to go get rep for that day or maybe there's only one random one assigned to you or whatever who knows mm-hmm. you know go deliver them some food and do you know here, hand them some bandages and go you triage on people something like that huh yeah I missed that quest that was a fun quest we could even dig up things for archaeology yeah 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 along the same lines as uh, the, the trinkets right yeah. something yeah. like that do, does that happen in archaeology you ever dig up junk it depends on what you define by junk stuff you can't use Gray items. Yes, most of okay. what you get are gray items, but they're all they all make a journal entry that uh, teaches you something. Well, maybe once you learn it, if it was cool, you could take it over to somebody. And be like, hey man, check this out. It's a yeah. parchment from your past. Oh yeah, something I don't know. What about like I call this one this section odds and ends? Get it? Odds and. Because it's talking ends. ends. Oh. <laughs> okay. 
uh, like setting my Hearthstone in an inn at a particular faction's location. Did so you, that gives you rep. It should. Yeah, because I'm staying there. Most of them don't have inns, though. But the, if there's a place that you can hearth to, uh-huh. sometimes it's a tent or whatever. We've we've covered that. There's usually a place to hearth to. And if I set my Hearthstone there and I hearth there, and then like I do all my buying and selling from the merchants that are hung, you know, hanging out in that little area. Because a lot of times I got a little tent, and then right next to the tent, there's a guy you can do repairs with. And that right next to that, there's a person who's like selling basic goods. If I do all my merchanting with them, then it's helping their economy, so to speak. You know, if there's, you know, I know there's no such thing as faction economy, but in a way, you know, role play wise, I'm helping their their economy, their faction economy, if you will. And then. You know, maybe you could do a thing. This is kind of a stretching a little bit, but check this one out. This is where we're always, you know me, take it that one step too far. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> say like, okay, I right, let's say pick a pick a faction location. We'll say the Claxi. Yeah. All right, let's say I'm Hearth of the Claxi. That's a great example because it's not really an inn. It's just a spot in the ground. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's say that's where my heart is, right? So and I'm doing all my vendoring and repairs all right there. So I'm already getting his, you know little rep bonuses for doing all that kind of stuff. Let's say I queue up for LFR and I go do LFR. When I complete LFR, I could have a throwback quest. There's one of those ones that pop up on your screen, you know. And I could go back to the Inn Master, the person I set my Hearthstone with, and tell them a story. Tell them a story about the battle I just did. <laughs> Recount the events, whether it be the five-man dungeon or the LFR or the raid, whatever. You know, these are the glories that I have just experienced. We, Of course, you know, it's just going to be click, click, and you're done. Right. But it'd be kind of cool because that way you could actually, you know, you might even pick it up beforehand, too, before you go in. So, you like, you go and it's just one of those go talk to, uh, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. Wait right here. I'll be back. Give me about an hour and a half, <laughs> maybe a little more. It's a new LFR, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you go and you, and when you do the thing, you come and you finish. See, because right now the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems I see is everybody dropping out of LFRs and stuff. Uh-huh. This one you have to finish the whole thing, no dropping out. You get your you get your ninety valor, and you get this other little thing goes. Oh, go back and tell the guy what you just did. Oh, but like yeah, I want to go tell him what I just did. You go back and click click. You tell him your story. So some other ideas for a quest. I think this should be weekly. I like we're, we're seeing those now. I yeah. like the weekly quests. Um, for example, a shipment escort quest. So you stand guard on a boat or a blimp as it makes its way to whatever destination, and you fight off NPC attacks. Well, you're helping out the cause. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Big birds or something flying down, just smack them down. Mm-hmm. How about some exploratory quest or like a news from the front? Ooh. You get to visit this particular place. Kind of like a scouting thing. Yeah, so yeah. like the scouting quest. They've got yeah. those. Yeah. So you give someone a report. Like you give uh, your faction leader a report. How yeah. the, how those boys are doing. Mm-hmm. You could even hang recruitment posters back in the capital cities. Ooh. Was there... What was the one you had to do right before the shattering? Um, it was the, the you had cult. to listen to people, the cult. Yeah, you had to infiltrate the cult yeah. or something. Hey, hey, did you have to carry around a sign or yeah, something? You, yeah, you did have to hang posters that too. Yeah. yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, that was a fun event. It was. It was. World events are always cool like yeah. that. So something like that where you're going to go back and go hang up. Hey, loose lips, sink ships. <laughs> <laughs> Support the war effort. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Or you could insult a boss quest. Insult a boss? Yeah. <laughs> like the rude gesture right before you take him down. Exactly. <laughs> It had to give you like 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 a little buff. Oh yeah. Like brazen. <laughs> <laughs> and of course it it, it it does not persist through death. Uh-huh. So you get the brazen quest. <laughs> Man, that would be a hilarious mechanic for the game too, if you can make the boss hit you harder by insulting him. <laughs> you like you do you do a little rude gesture, <laughs> you get the brazen buff and then you go back and go, Oh, you're a brazen one. Here, yeah. have some valor, you know. <laughs> Or rep in this case, I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. Good though. stuff. Yeah, it would be really funny. So I guess what we're saying here is that while the rep grind, you know, it's needed in games to keep people engaged and playing the game, but it can easily turn into a burden. You need to find a happy medium, and that happy medium needs to be found in keeping the players playing the game without burning out of doing the same old, same old over and over. Dailies are okay, but a lot of people have said that they've been overused this expansion. Like we said, we have seen the weekly quests already. We've seen those hidden quests, the extra bonus quests, like over in the Clax area where you got to go lay down and kneel down and summon the boss. So the mechanics are there in the game to make it more non-predictable. You know, don't make it as predictable as like, okay, what three daily quests I'm going to get today? Okay, it's these three. I got to go do this. Keeping people guessing and keeping people engaged, I think, is very, very interesting and very neat. It makes it feel less of a boilerplate solution, and I really think it's the way we should go. I honestly think that Blizzard is going to do what Blizzard always does, which is what they do the best of, and that is innovate, extend, and expand on things that are already there. They listen to the population. People complain enough, they listen. And I'm not trying to sound like we're complaining. I just want a little more variety in what we're getting out of dailies. I don't want the same dailies. Give me different ways to earn rep. They have gotten better, though. Remember, it used to be the same dailies every single day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still don't have my uh, my Sky Captain mount, or whatever it was, from... Uh, the Nether Rays? Yeah, the Nether Rays. Yeah. Yeah, I never completed that daily. You maybe used to do the escort quest. I should go do that these days. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> I mean, he one shot in everything. Uh-huh. Should go do that. So, well, let us know how the rep grind has been going for you. What are some things you would change, if anything at all, about your rep grind? So, I did ask the question to you guys and um, about how you feel about the reputation. And Emily says it's just not happening. Just not happening just for not her happening, at all. No. There's no grinding. No. She's like, nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Um, and Neil says the bonus rep from dungeons and scenarios really made things more bearable. That costs money, though, doesn't it? No. I thought it did. No. Are you sure? Yeah, I've done it. I thought I saw that it costs, like, gold to do that. No. What was I looking at? I don't know. You uh, go to your mm. character window. You right. get a reputation. Yeah. And there are some factions that have an option to put a star next to it. Right. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do more That's than one? It. No. Okay. You sure it doesn't cost gold? Yeah. All right. What are you paying gold to? The nether? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Did you return all the mail? <laughs> some postal slips. Yeah, exactly. 
Who who are you paying for your auctions? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was sending a guy some information and it was my opinion. He didn't catch on to it. Uh-huh. I was sending it was my opinion on, on something we were talking about. And every time I would send him an email with my opinion, I included two copper. (laughs) (laughs) He never said anything, so I don't know if if it was just too subtle or if he just was thinking I was stupid root. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let us know how, like I said, how you're doing with the grind. And uh, you can post that up on our Facebook page or tweet us. We'll grab it from there. And by the way, if you do go check out our Facebook page, you will see Angry Orc's photo of his hearthy. Yeah, that's cool, Veto. So if you guys want to see what Angry Orc looks like, head over to facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. You'll see him and the hearthy. You know, kind of speaking about social media, I got a lot of good responses this week on the Twitters. Um, Had some interesting interactions there with my buddy Demonic Rick. And the uh, uh, Lorfin AIE uh, had some feedback for the Tell Me When uh, segment that I talked about with the different stuff. Uh, we answered the uh, listener's email. And I've actually got to get some stuff back to the uh, Lorfin. I had a little bit of computer issues last night, as we talked about, where I had the good old uh, black screen of death where you log into WoW and all it is is a black screen. And ended up having to uh, move some folders of W2F to cache and the interface folder out. And uh, went ahead at the same time and reinstalled all my uh, video drivers because uh, I was having problems with video drivers anyhow or something low frame rate, so I figured video drivers. Uh, that fixed the issue, and then I dropped uh, a backup of my uh, WTF uh, settings for my saved setting variables. And uh, everything's good because when I first logged back in, all of my add-ons had revolted, or res- not revolted, but had, had, uh, had gone back to... Uh, default settings. So I guess it did revolt on me. But uh, once I dropped my uh, saved variable folder back in there, that all restored to normal. So thanks a lot, guys, for the feedback on Twitter. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Wow news for the casual player. Well, Freck, I called it. Called it, and I told you so. Release information this week from none other than Ghostcrawler coming up here in just a very short few patches, 5.3 or 5.4. They're going to have a catch-up mechanism to herbalism and mining, allowing characters to farm nodes in Pandaria for yields that depend on, guess what, their skill level. So you you can still herb and you can still mine, but if you're not a good herbalist or a good minerist, (laughs) because <laughs> I don't want to say a good miner because that just sounds weird, uh, then you're going to get less stuff. You may not even get anything. You may just break the node. Told you so. Yeah. That might not be where the mechanic is, but I think it'll be something similar. It's going to be real close to it. Yeah. It's the same It's the same effect. You get the same result. If you are a 100 level miner and you go hit my node of Trillium Ore, or, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, well, of course, I won't know you're a low-level miner, but still, it, it raises the competition level, raises the stakes. So, what's this, what's this, what does that mean for ore and herbs in five point three or four? It means your price is going to go up. 
because now people who decide, hey, I want to be an herbalist or a miner are now going to be, you know, switching to that profession, using the SketchUp mechanism and not leaving Pandaria because they want to be there with everybody else. So if they're not leaving Pandaria and they're trying to mine this stuff and they're not getting anything, that's going to drop the availability on the auction house for this stuff. So, money. If I were people, I would start stockpiling now. Because <laughs> it's going to be now. Why this is important for people? Because this is the big thing. Is I I only like to report on news that is important for casual players. This represents the first step to Blizzard understanding that players can often get locked into professions that they may not have known better to choose. Like why root the warlock is a miner and a skinner, <laughs> which doesn't do me any good. The little racial bon- the bonus you get. Uh huh. It's like toughness. It has nothing to do with my class. So, <laughs> um, but the variety of reasons. You may be bored with a, p- a particular profession. You may want to switch to a different profession. Whatever the reason is, Blizzard is now understanding that the dynamic player needs want, needs to choose a different profession from time to time. And we really don't want to go back to low-level zones to work on that kind of stuff. If we have to, like the, especially the gathering ones. You know, tailoring, you got to go back and get like the basic cloth. I know it's kind of, it's not hard to do, but you know, when you need whatever that plain cloth is, and you got to go run, you know, shadow pins or whatever it's called, <laughs> just to try to get a bunch of cloth. Um, This catch-up mechanism is going to be good for that because now we're going to make profession changing easier. Ghost Crawler himself said that there are so many professions that it is hard to give all of them attention that they deserve. Some ideas that were thrown around are making it easier to switch professions, keeping old recipes if you drop and learn a profession again. So you've already learned that recipe. You drop the profession. Okay, what are you? What are, what's your, let's say you're an engineer, and you just get tired of engineering, and you decide to be a blacksmith, and then you get tired of being a blacksmith. You want to be an engineer again. You'll have already learned all that stuff as an engineer. You don't have to relearn it. So you can drop a profession and pick it up. So that's pretty cool. And possibly allowing characters to learn, as we said before, more than two professions. Actually, Freck, I think you said that one. Why are we limited to two professions? I think that was yours. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you got to told you so on there coming too. So that's just, I mean, it just makes sense. Why are we limited to two professions? And why, you know, why do we have to... You know, I I always go back to uh, the roundtable discussion we had when Sniper was with us, and he made the comment about fishing. And this is years ago. And he's like, yeah, I know how to fish back in my capital city um, and the water there, but that water there, right right by me here? Yeah, I just don't know. That, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you remember that? I don't know what to do with the yeah. pole. Yeah. I, 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 got, I got the whole concept on the other side of the bridge. Uh-huh. Across the bridge, no. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think that's coming. I mean, that's going to be great. But there's going to be a lot of QQing on the forums when yeah. this happens. Um. One of the bigger problems I've already seen with this is people going to be mad that what's the recipe market going to turn into? You know, people make these low-level recipes 
you know, or, or patterns or whatever they call them and throw them up in the auction house. So when I'm leveling, I can go buy those. But once I've bought them and I've learned them and I don't forget them, then the market for that dries up pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So who knows? It's going to be interesting to watch. Very, very interesting to watch. You're listening to Hearthcast. So, Freck, you know, I've been thinking over over the last, you know, at least. uh, Huh? It's dangerous. Yes. At least the last 30 (laughs) seconds about the following. But, you know, we have Dead Gang on every so often, right? Right. And we don't really have, like, a real intro for him. Well, that's true. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I need to make one. But I was thinking, like, until we got one, then we could just use this. Yeah. (laughs) It's Dead Guy. Do I have to do the dance, too? No, you don't have to do the dance. Dead Guy, how are you, man? How's it going? Everything's going great lately. (laughs) Good. Are you back on U.S. soil? Yes, I am. That's, that's I only go positive. to Canada for like a weekend at a time. I know, you're like a weekend warrior up there. Did you bring I me know. any of those maple syrup candies? No, because I didn't get any. Oh, you should if you had them. No. They're literally like sucking on maple syrup. So why don't you just pour maple syrup in your mouth? Um, It's not a solid. But it would taste the same. It would. You're right. <laughs> that would save me a trip to Canada. <laughs> I was just say, probably a lot cheaper just to go to Publix and be like, I'm on some maple syrup. Put it in the freezer. See what happens. I don't know. If a friend who goes to our business trips and every time he comes back, we get some of those okay. maple syrup candies. Did you see uh, a, a moose? Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, didn't I wasn't talking to Freckleface. Yeah, I, I know she has I, I seen lost a moose. what you were. I was like, moose. Because we were focused on candies, and I totally forgot Canada. No, I didn't see a moose. I we I didn't see a moose. I wasn't in rural Canada, so the moose aren't either. They're everywhere in Canada. Yes, but I mean, I was in a, I was in one of the largest cities in Ontario. Oh, that's cool. Anyways, dead guy, how have you been doing? What's been going on with you in game? Uh, nothing much. Uh, raiding throne of the uh, throne of thunder normal mode. We're two bosses in so far. Oh. Uh, enjoying how LFR is actually hard now. Like, not crazy hard, but you actually have to try. It's a little harder, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we definitely, I'm definitely not going to solo queue for Throne of the Thunder LFR anytime soon. Let me put it that way. Well, it shouldn't take too long for people to figure it out, though. Yes, true. Or you just don't want to be with baddies. Yes, but if I solo queue, then I'm at the whim of RNG. See, I don't solo queue either. I just QQ. Yes, we know. Yeah. You QQ every day to me, Root. You won't shut up. <laughs> don't be don't be airing my dirty laundry on my own show. <laughs> oh, I would air your dirty laundry every day because you won't get it out of my house. No, that's just from that party that one time. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. Still, I get it out of my house. Yeah. Tell your mom she makes good brownies. I will, and yes, she does. <laughs> So, hey, you know, uh, I saw they're doing, like, pet battle competitions over at Open Raid. What's up with that? Yeah, they're doing multi-tiered pet battle competitions. I'm not really involved with that. That's more being run by Dairy. But they're doing it. They're trying to do multiple... Uh, crap, what's the word? Oceanic versus EU versus US. US. What's the term region? for... Yes. Uh, they're trying to do different region ones and different factions, although factions isn't really an issue... Because you could just make a level one of the other faction in pet battle. Pet battle. Yeah, exactly. 
So the faction really isn't a big deal, but they're also trying to do multiple regions. And they're doing uh, multi, uh, like multi-day tournaments. I think it's cool to do something else, you know, besides raiding. Right. You're taking advantage all... of all kinds of cross-realm stuff. Yeah. There, there's cross-realm PvP pretty often, but the, the pet battles is new. Have you run any uh, cross-realm 5.0 stuff? No, I have not. I didn't want to do it the first week, but I'm going to start this weekend. I have an alliance raid Friday night and a horde raid Sunday night for Mogish and Vaults. Both. Awesome. Awesome. I am looking forward to jumping in 5.0 cross-raid content. Glad to hear it. Soon I will be there. Depending on how it goes, I may may switch to Heart of Fear before too long. I'm a little more tentative about that because Heart of Fear is a lot more tightly tuned than Mogish and Vaults. Even after the ten percent nerf, yeah, yeah. So, have you gotten any of the uh, the world bosses down, or what's going on with world bosses? I have personally killed all three world bosses that are currently available in MOP on both Alliance and Horde. Are you killing them every week? Uh, no, okay. I should on Dead Guy at least, so I could spend my Elder Charms because you get Elder Charms like candy now. It's crazy. Like we cannot spend them fast enough. Wait, you do, but you yes. can't. You can't get the. Get them in lesser Dude. charms, though. Yes, I, I I was saying elder charms, not through lesser charms. I get I get like twenty elder charms a week now. How are you getting them? Uh, the doing the daily quests. Oh, I've done that a few days. I've never gotten any. No, 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 no. If you do it every day, uh-huh. you have a decent chance in the end box, the goodie box at the end, uh-huh. to contain elder charms. And if you're killing rares and the daily quests, you have decent chance to get at least. Actually, you have a very high chance to get at least one. Key to the pallet treasure room of Lei Shen every week. That's not the exact name. I forget the exact name. But it's a purple key. Uh, and then you get to do the solo scenario. All you do in the solo scenario is run around and loot boxes. Ooh. The, loot bo- the boxes have a decently high chance to contain Elder Charms. The first time I did the scenario, I got nine. The second time I did it, I got 11. Nice. All right. So I'm a little bit confused. I, the only one I've done regularly is Shaw of Anger. Um, and there's still a good reason to do that, even if you don't need the gear from it, right? Because it drops the mount. Yes. And the mount was bugged for a long time, and a lot of the community is still annoyed about it. It was bugged? It wasn't yes. dropping at all? It wasn't dropping for anyone ever. It was... Oh. The, Shaw of Fear... Uh, Shaw of Anger, sorry. Shaw of Anger had been out for multiple months, and no one in the entire world had gotten the drop. Oh. At least on the EU, EU and US sides okay because people had done a mass armory ping for that achievement and no one had the achievement oh, i see um so and there's a little bit of confusion too because root was telling me you can run as many times as you want and just flip an elder charm it's but then you said that's not the case anymore no the first week of the expansion before any raids were open you could dump all three elder charms on shot anger uh after that first week you can only do one a week Okay. Pre-patch 5.2, you could dump as many Elder Charms on Galleon as you wanted because it wasn't a Galleon wasn't a loot pinata in terms of you could kill him multiple times. It was if you were good enough and or lucky enough to kill him twice a week, you deserved to loot twice a week. That was the, uh, the, that was the, yeah, the rationale yeah. behind that. Okay. Now that, now that his spawn timer is down to no more than three hours, possibly less, uh, they took that away and you can only throw one Elder Charm at him a week. Okay, so with with Galleon, because I just killed him for the first time this past week, you were dealing with not only the difficulty of getting a raid group together, but him just not being there that often. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, how it always worked for Galleon, it was the instant he spawned, both factions on any given realm would start immediately screaming over all chat channels, Galleon's up, make the raid right now, pull now. Right. It was actually to the point that whenever we had one tank and two healers at Galleon, even if no one else was there, we would tell them to pull. Oof. Just to get the tag. I just hope that enough people showed up to stay alive long enough. Well, if it wasn't for the ads, one tank and two healers could solo him because he doesn't have an enrage or anything. Uh-huh. You just need DPS and other tanks and healers to show up to help deal with the ads. Uh-huh. So both Shaw of Anger and Galleon are still worth doing every week just for a shot at the mount. Right. And actually, uh, let's see. If you don't have the tier sets, Shaw of Anger still drops tier sets. His PvP gear, I think, is out of date. Let me look what PvP gear he drops now. I think it's, um. let's see. I thought it was 483 last time. Like pre-patch. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because I just got a back piece from him that's 483. Yeah, is it still 483? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, the 483. So he drops 483 PvP epics, which aren't bad for most people, and he still drops tier uh, for tier 14. So if you need gloves or pants for tier 14, it's I level 496. It's not bad. I personally don't need any of the gear from him, and I know lots of people who don't. But if you do, it's still great. He still drops a mount. Uh, let me rephrase. He now drops him out. They <laughs> fixed that like two, three weeks ago. Uh-huh. Well, no, it was actually more longer than that, like a month and a half ago. My bad. But now he's dropping him out. It's been confirmed to exist. With the new faction tagging, is it easier to get into a group for that or is it easier just to hang around and jump you in? You want to get into a group because if you're not in a group, you ain't getting heals. And if you ain't getting heals, you go splat. Oh, all right. And same deal with Galleon. Uh, yes. I mean, if the raid group's full and you don't care if you die, then yeah, you can just run up, smack him, die, lay there, get loot when the boss dies. Mm-hmm. But if you, you do want to try and get loot from, you do want to try and get in the group just for the healing to make it easier on healers. Uh, they're both really easy. They, they're bo- uh, Galleon and Shaw, they're both relatively zergable, which means you die, you run back, you keep killing. Um, they don't really have hard mechanics. Uh, da, 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 and Oh, yeah. Galleon drops 496 gear, and he drops it for many, many slots. I actually just got a piece from Galleon that was an upgrade for me on my main spec, and I full cleared tier 14. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good deal. And Galleon also drops a mount. It's called Son of Galleon. It's the only Mushan mount in the game. Whoa. It looks like him? Uh, it, it's a Mushan with armor, so yeah. What does the Shah of Anger one look like? Uh, it's the o- Heavenly Onyx Cloud Serpent. It's a uh, cloud serpent. It's yeah. black, and it has little cloud things hovering around it. Oh, it's one of the few Heavenly Serpents available in the game at the moment. Mm. Now, the new world boss, there's one new world boss, this patch, that is available now. He's called Undasta. He is a giant T-Rex, full outfitted with Zandalari armor and giant Zandalari magic cannons on his shoulders. Oh, cool. I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, he's also crazy as hell. Whenever I kill him, uh, we are it's usually about 160 people that take to kill him. Really? Yes. How do you keep everything coordinated? It's four raid teams. You don't need it that coordinated. It's oh. hit the boss. Oh, true. It, it's punch the boss as hard as you can. And also, whenever you die, run back. Because you will die. Unlike Shav, uh, Anger, and Galleon, he has things that will murder your face. Mm-hmm. And yeah... You are not likely to, um, uh, unless you're very well coordinated, one 40-man raid will not kill him. 
if you are very well coordinated and have high stats, you'll probably kill him with a 40 man, but that would be about the minimum. Uh, he has about eight and a half billion, sorry, eight and a half million health. Sorry, sorry, can't talk. Billion 850, sorry, 850 million health. Ooh. Yes. That's rough. He, he's, he's closing on a billion health. So, yes, he has lots of health. And he has a stacking in rage, plus 10% damage done, stacks for infinitely. Wow. Yeah, he's kind of bad news bears. Uh, let's see, mechanics-wise, uh, his mechanics actually matter, so I'm going to go over the mechanics that matter. Okay. Uh, untauntable, but tanks get plus 100% threat when fighting him, so so long as tanks are hitting them, they should always have threat. Uh, let's see... Uh, he has, I forget exactly what it's called. It's a frontal, frontal hemisphere of you die. <laughs> it's, right. it, and it's not a cone. It's actually a hemisphere. So okay, like, gotcha. So even if you're kind of off to the side. It, or if you're up in the air, oh. like on a flying mount, oh, he gotcha. will blow you up. Uh, it does, without any of his stacking buff, it does 800,000 fire damage. Ouch. You explode. Uh, then he has something called Spirit Fire Beam. It's a chain lightning. It's a chaining effect. So it hits a person and then it goes chain, 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 chain. Mm-hmm. It does like 250,000 damage baseline. And it gets plus 50% damage every person it jumps. And it hits up to a, to- to- a total of 20 people. So starting from person number 3 to person number 20 in the chain, they're all basically just dead. Ouch. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a frontal anything. He could target any random raid member. So how do you get out of the chain? How do you break you, it? Okay, you don't break the chain. Uh-huh. It's instant. Ooh. You have to not be close together. Ah, you have the little range radar thing that pops up and you gotta... Yes. With DDM. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, spreading out when there's two, 160 to 200 people gets really hard. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to spread out. Basically, what we did is we kited him to the graveyard and just graveyard zerged him. Oh, so people bo- popped up, they just... Attack, 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 and then gotcha. die. Gotcha, gotcha. I, when we killed him on Horde side, I probably died 15 times before we got him down. Now, how did you get together with these 160 people? Are they all in your same realm or what? No, we did it cross-realm before it was cross-realm hot-fixed. Right. And we uh, a lot of it was cross-realm. It was probably like 50% Tenaris, 50% from where, anywhere else. Uh, people were asking on Real ID largely. They're just Real ID friends. I got you. And- friend of a friend of a friend. Exactly, that yeah. kind of thing. But they uh, they hotfixed it. Now you can't do him cross-realm. Right. Yeah, they hotfixed it because um, all that cross-realm zoning stuff was breaking the game, right? Yes, it was breaking the game badly. Uh, but it's annoying because it's going to make low-pop realms almost impossible to kill him. Right. It's need 160 people at once. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I, with more coordination, you could do it with less people, that's for sure. Uh-huh. But it's going to be, it's a world boss. You're not going to get coordination in that many people. It's going to be hardcore. Hmm. Now, does he, he drops, drop them out? Uh, I think so. Let me double check. I can, uh, I have my loot windows open. So okay. give me just a, there he is. Loot. Yes. He drops a dire horn. It's a triceratops. Ooh. Yes. What else does he drop? Uh, 522 gear. Lots of slots. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, neck, chest, gloves, waist, finger. For, like, every spec. Cool. And, um, so if you want a bonus roll on him, do you, you need use, Mogu? You need the Mogu charms? Yes, you need that for Undasta. 
Uh, they are the new quest given weekly quest given at the shrine, and it takes ninety lesser charms of good fortune, and sure. you get three Mugo runs of fate. Why do you think they put that limit in there? I got like three hundred charms. Uh, it's okay. Basically, it's so you can't. The same reason that there's a valor cap. So you can't spend a million hours in one week getting a bazillion things to get a bazillion extra loot rolls and get mm. gearing up faster from an excess of time investment. Hmm. I'm afraid they're going to go to waste, though. Uh, after the X-Pack, I know what I'm going to be doing probably after the X-Pack. It's that I'm going to con- I'm going to stop doing all the dailies, obviously. And then I'm going to continue killing the world bosses and spending charms to try and get mounts. True, because his mounds last forever. My fa- one of my favorite uh, gear is transitory. Mounts are forever. It's very true. <laughs> what? There's an exception to this rule. What's that? That one mount that comes with three charges. Which one? That's not a real mount. It's a. It's a toy. It, can you mount it? it no, not in the same way. You can mount it. You know it's different, and you, you can, know can't. You can mount the riding things from Dark Moon Fair. Then it's a mount. The little carousel toys. <sighs> That's all I have to say about that. It may not be a riding mount, but it's a mount. All right, now I've been hearing about this other boss that's supposed to be easier than Udasta. Oh, definitely. But it's uh, not Nala- out yet, is it? No, it's not. Uh, it opens up during. What is it? Phase four or phase five of the thing? Oh, so of another the, the island month at least. Yeah, okay. most likely. Oh, that name is Malik. Malik the Stormlord. Malik the Stormlord. Oh, and he's like a he's a he's a serpent thing, and he should be pretty easy to do. So drop honestly. a snake mount. Uh, he drops a cold, like thundering cobalt uh, cloud serpent. Oh. This one's pretty. I love all it the cloud serpents. However, there's one thing about him that pisses me off a lot. What? Okay. So, you know to ride cloud serpents, you have to have cloud serpent riding. Yes. And in order to have cloud serpent riding, you have to be exalted with Order of the Cloud Serpent, yes. right? Yes. Uh, Nalux Mount also requires you to be exalted with August Celestials to learn. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, in order... In order to learn a boss drop mount, you have to be exalted with two, two different, different reputations. Factions. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I I think that's retarded. Well, that's a good thing to know now. People might have given up on that. Might not. You know, because now they have the farm and they have the uh, champion and dungeon and scenarios. So people who didn't know about yeah. that. If they do that kind of stuff, then they'll easily get exalted by the time the boss comes out. Sure. But yeah, it's really annoying. So it's basically, so if I want to farm that boss on my alts for mounts, they now have to be exalted with two factions before they can even learn that mount. Right. And then only the characters that had Cloud, Cloud Serpent would be able to ride it. Correct. Huh. Now, because it does not require August Celestials to ride the right. mount, only to learn. Okay, so if you happen to be on a tune, like you said, farming on an alt, it dropped, you weren't expecting it, you're only revered. You can't send that mount over to your other character. You got to learn it on that character, right? Yep, because it's BOP. Oh. Man, they thought that's that one right. through. 
I don't know why they did that. That doesn't make any sense to me. The the exalted with cloud serpent writing, I at least understand. I may or may not agree with it. Actually, I don't. I actually find that mildly annoying. I don't agree with it, right. but I understand what they're doing with it. I have no idea why they made you be exalted with a uh, August Celestials. That doesn't even make any sense. No, it doesn't. But you know, it never know. I mean, they could change it before it comes live. Lots of stuff does. Or after it's live, either. Their true. world, we just play in it. That's true. True. Yeah, they could always change it. But they listen. Yeah, he's going to be a lot. Things. He's going to be a lot easier than Shaw of Fear, and his respawn timer is really short. And he's also not cross realmable for a different reason, for a different uh, but similar reason to Undasta. Instead of Undasta being a long, unlike Undasta, who's a long spawn timer and really hard, and thus is why a lot of people did it. Uh, Nalak, the Storm Lord, instead is going to unlock, there's going to be one realm that unlocks him first. Even if it's by a matter of hours, that uh-huh. realm will have it first. What does that get them? Nothing. The point being is everybody would dogpile that realm. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why he's not cross-realmable, because otherwise that realm would just explode. Uh-huh. I'm totally going to troll that. What do you mean? Like, I'm going to send out, like, we just unlocked him. PST for invite and bring everybody cross realm and be like, sorry. <laughs> so you're going to get everybody to get out of that realm, make that realm suck, and then get everybody no loot. Yeah, like I said, it's a massive troll. It's kind of bad the way they did it in that if you cross realm zone, you won't realize until you're done with the fight that, oh. You're not eligible for loot. Right. Or whatever. Yep. Instead of just Unless not you... seeing the boss or something else. Yep. Ugh. Crazy. Uh, let's see. I'm not thinking of anything else about like uh, the world bosses. Not really. Oh, uh, my Herald Tune is level 80, and I'm starting to get geared. So that's gonna. I'm gonna start running runs with that soon. Oh, awesome! I'm also planning on keeping my monk level 80 probably for the rest of the X pack. So I'll be running Herald runs periodically the rest of the X pack. Okay. And something else that I found out that I really like to know is you can finish out mop trade skills with a level 80 character. Hmm. So on my, it's actually kind of silly. On my level eighty monk, I have the leatherworking enchant for bracers for plus five hundred intellect. Whoa! <laughs> it's more than a little silly. My my, my monk's item average item level is like three oh eight. At eighty. At level eighty. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's like thirty eye levels higher than it was possible to get during Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. Awful yeah, yeah. stomp. You. Okay, there's a level 80 warlock that is similarly geared. Uh, my girlfriend, who is another healer monk, and then me, who's the healer monk. We can three-man any dungeon we can get into. <laughs> Easily. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's silly. That's why you should work on your uh, rogue there. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. So thanks for all the updates on the world bosses and what's going on with the open raid. Oh, absolutely. Wait, keep us informed as to what's going on over there at Open Raid and with you in the game, and tell people how they can follow you online. Yes, I am on Open Raid, of course, staff leader there. I am Kerboden. That's my site name. You can use see me on the forums. On on the site, I'm registered as my characters, Dead Guy and Death Gal. Both these names are missing the uh, letter A from the first word, so dead is D-E-D, death is D-E-T-H. You can follow me on Twitter at Kerboden, uh, where I post all my links to all my raids. Uh, I run at least two raids a week. I'm now up to three. I'm doing an Alduar Weekly plus two Mogishan Vaults. Nice. 
Oh, uh, working on working on getting my girlfriend her legendary hammer. Oh, that's cool. Well, yep. maybe after maybe after this week, I'll be able to join you and Mogulshan Vaults on the Horde side. That'd be fun. Would be, would be, would be. And yeah, that's how you can get in contact with me. Oh, also, you can always get on me in game. I'm on the Tanaris Realm, Horde side Dead Guy, Alliance side Death Gal. Most of the time, I'm on Dead Guy. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on the show and for sharing those tips for us. And I think all of us will be running out and uh, maxing out our August Celestials reputation there since we know we need it. Yep. Okay, glad to have been to help. All right, see you later. Ciao. Howdy, folks. Medicakes Lignar here from Epic Podcast, and we wanted to take a moment to tell you about an event that's coming up. On April 6th, we're going to hold a 24-hour live stream to raise money for Child's Play Charity. Child's Play is a charity that works with the staff of over 70 hospitals worldwide to give games, toys, books, and other fun stuff to kids they're caring for. We want to game with you as much as possible during the marathon, but we're also holding a pet battle tournament and a StarCraft Heart of the Swarm tournament. The prizes include a Mesopendaria Collector's Edition, in-game pets, mounts, donations on your behalf, Jinx.com gift cards, as well as a lot of other prizes. Registration is now open for tournaments. You can send an email to epicpodcastpluspets at gmail.com for rules and instructions on how to enter the pet battles tournament and epicpodcastplushots at gmail.com for the Heart of the Swarm tournament. It all starts at 10 a.m. Central Daylight Savings Time on Saturday, April 6th. We're really looking forward to helping raise awareness and money for this very worthwhile charity, as well as seeing you during the marathon. Till next time, have fun and wow, y'all. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it's Rob from the Training Dummies, and I was getting caught up on a couple of old episodes when I realized Rip is just being very stubborn about the Gundam style thing. So I had a wonderful idea that could solve this problem for all of us here. I will write out some AOE questions for you, and we will have an epic battle of Hearthcast Freck versus Hearthcast Root. If Freck wins, Root has to watch and enjoy. The magic of Gundam style. And if Root wins, he can put this thing to rest and avoid the thing permanently for the rest of his life with no more grief. Let me know what you guys think, and we'll get this plan put into motion. Interesting. I'm down for it. Well, we may have to be talking with Hot Pox a little more. Oh. Yeah, okay, so if I win... I don't have to watch Gangnam Style. Right. All right. You don't have to be bothered by it. Oh, I don't have to be bothered by it. Yeah. I'm not bothered by it now. I can bother you. I can fix it, that. It doesn't bother me. I, I haven't seen it, and it doesn't bother me, so I've already won. But then everyone in the guild is going to start bothering you about watching this now. Until you beat me. Well, no, no, no. Because if I don't beat you, then I have to watch it and they'll quit bothering me. (laughs) (laughs) And if I do beat you, then I don't have to watch it and they'll quit bothering me. But it doesn't bother me. That's 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 the thing. There's not enough in it for me, is what I'm saying, Freck. We get we gotta we gotta sweeten a deal. You sweeten a deal? Okay. Yeah, we gotta you know, hot pox and you and I need to get together and we need to sweeten a deal. 
Oh, okay. Because yeah, I got some ideas of what, what would make me want to go against you again in, in, in HearthCast AOE. All right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, were ha- you have no risk. I am. I bear the entire risk of having to watch Gundam style. Right. So you need a risk factor in this. All right. Like can't be more riskier than watching a video, though. Oh, I'm thinking like you know, read an email in my chosen accent. No, that is way worse than watching a video. <laughs> How is that way worse? All you have to do is watch. Anybody can watch a video. Huh. Yeah, but there's nothing that see. That doesn't. There's no risk for you. But you up did it too much. Step too far. Too far. Accent yeah. is too far. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll have to figure something out. Because right now, there's no risk for you. It's just not. It's not a good deal for me. I'm not taking. I'm not taking. I'm not accepting it right now. Uh-huh. As it is, I'm going to accept it. All right. So I'm interested in it. My interest is peaked. I want to okay. know more. Okay. The dialogue has begun. The ball is rolling, you know, so to speak. Yeah. But I'm not sold. You know, I've taken a car for the test drive. I've kicked the tires. I smell the new car smell, but I ain't signed the dotted line. Mm-hmm. I've seen the dog. I've seen it checked it for fleas, but I ain't taking it for a walk. I've checked the water. <laughs> <laughs> I put my toe in, but I'm not swimming. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we'll see. I'm interested. We'll talk further. Call me. I'm going to give a shout out to our iTunes reviewers, Zombie Man. Man, he did a whammy this week. Yeah, and I gave him a beer. So, (laughs) (laughs) Rose Long email and gave us a five star review. So, thank you. Very much appreciate that. Um, also, give a shout out on Twitter to Gaming Savant and Diz the Warlock. Um, I guess we mispronounced Broomfondle last yeah, week. I'm like Broomfondle, oh. I think I said. I thought it looked German, like Broomfondle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably it's Broomfondle. So. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do apologize for that. And uh, yeah, it was, it was funny. Little Twitter exchanger was pretty funny. So I appreciate that. It's listeners like him that make it worthwhile, you know. So thank you. And Ego Networks, we're up to 13 podcasts now on Ego Networks, and we're not done growing yet. We have shows like The Mana Cooler, Geek Domain, Twizcast, and he had Ghost Crawler on this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Horde for Life, The Nerdy Directive, Darkman Herald, Grand Old Podcast, Corellian Run Radio, Revcast, The Sundering Podcast, Crowcast, Azeroth, Pirate Radio, and of course, The Hearthcast. Check out egonetworks.com for more information, daily posts, and links to all the shows that we just mentioned. We'd like to give a quick shout out to our buddies over at The Training Dummies. Some mad hand love and uh, I guess altaholic love. What would that be called? I don't, I don't know. know. Alt love? That sounds weird. Um, yeah, to Hind and Hotbox over there at The Training Dummies, your encyclopedia for the game. Go check them out. They've had a lot of great guests on lately. So, yeah, go check them out over at The Training Dummies. Go check them out over at thetrainingdummies.com. Of course, vote to kick. They took a week off, but they will be back this week. So you can check out all the guys over at Twitch TV and vote to kick and help them uh, help them out over there. Go visit their live show. Also, wow in the morning. Those guys are doing a great job. If you haven't checked them out, go do so. And I would be amiss. I would be doing a disservice if I did not mention RARCAST. 
we had a great fun run in the LFR and um, been chatting back and forth with them a lot on on uh, Real ID. So mad shout outs to Stomp and Half over at Rarcast.com. Go check them out as well. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Shoot an email to contribute at hearthcast.com, tweet me at hearthcast, Frank or root at hearthcast root, like our Facebook page, or send us a voice message on hearthcast.com through SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. Just like Hotbox did for us this week. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, Open Raid, for making Season 5 of Hearthcast a possibility. You can find Hearthcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for Hearthcast. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening I said we would like to Thank you